you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning into this episode of Back in Movie News. Today on the show, we're talking about what, Chase? Fellow, we're talking about release dates, a Star Wars video game, and Alien 5. Right here on this episode of Back in Movie News. Welcome to the best in the house, everybody. I'm Casey Sampson. And I'm Chase Kupo. How you doing? Pretty good, actually. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. All I right. Do. I watched, uh, you know, I finally finally been in the mood, finally, to watch a f- couple new movies. I watched uh, Cabin in the Woods. That's kind of an old, older niche one. Isn't the horror a movie. 2000s movie? 2009, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, horror movie Chris Hemsworth is in it. Uh, really? Yeah, he's wow. good. In it. It's a, honestly... Really good flick, really good flick. Because it's a horror and comedy movie. It's got like you know, like like a meta commentary. You like that coffee? I do, because I got that Oatly. I usually Oatly? do the almond milk because milk yeah, yeah. fucks me up. Mm-hmm. But the Oatly, yeah, it, it's awful. But <laughs> this is back to almond. So there we go. <laughs> At least you tried it. Oh uh, yeah. And then I watched a movie called High Life. Uh, I think it was 2018. Actually, it's got Robert Pattinson. I forget the director's name. It was her first like bigger project. It's an A24 movie. It's where uh, Pattinson plays a, uh, he's like a a convict who um, was part of a program uh, sent to uh, do like uh, research in space uh, for a black hole. So they got trained as astronauts. It's him and his baby daughter as they, uh, as they kind of hurl towards nothing. It's it's actually the first like 20 minutes. I was like, did they stop the bet? Is this good? <laughs> I was like, I just, I couldn't really decide, but by the end of the movie, it's rare, it's rare if you can't decide within the first little bit, if you like it, it's rare that you're gonna like it, but they did get me. It was interesting. It was it was just raw enough and stylized to be good, but what's funny is it, it was just, it, it was, uh, honestly, like the, the space scenes and stuff and the exterior shots and like some of the hallways, um, I respected it in a way because it was it was like any space movie you've seen, but on like a like a six dollar budget. Gotcha. But it was good. It was real good. That's well, cool. no, it was good, not real good. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I kept uh, at per usual just hovering over good time back and forth of Robert oh, Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, I, I will find the vibe at one you point. You couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. So then I watched Lady Bird instead for the first time. Hey, that's a good movie. Uh, you know, overrated. What, Absolutely, that's what I was gonna say. It was good, but definitely overrated because. It's like, I don't know. In some ways, like I feel like I've seen this movie before. Just it, you it, know what? It's just a character development story. You know, it's I don't know. Yeah, no. But the guy I talked to at work a lot, uh, he, he put it. He put it best. We were talking about it um, a couple weeks ago. He finally mm-hmm. watched it. Mm, is yeah. uh, it was a good movie. I mean, the director. I think it's Greta. How do you, what's her name? Thunberg. Thunberg. It. The director. Good director. Good cast. Good story. But. Uh, I feel like it was hyped up because it was a woman director and that was just the movie that year that they agreed upon. They being like the powers agreed upon would be uh, one that they would champion, you know? It's Greta a good movie. Gerwig. Okay, it's a good movie. It's really well done and I enjoyed it. I saw it in theaters, uh, mm-hmm. but um, you're you're right. It's 
it's just a movie. Yeah, it was uh, funny in some parts. Um, yeah, worth it, a watch. It's, a, it's basically like a typical like A twenty four movie, which I don't mean that in a horrible way because it. Th- I love it. Like yeah. th- their their grittiness and just like just the storytelling that A twenty four does. Weird. It's so great, like all the time. Like yeah. Lady Bird, it was a great movie, but again, like way overhyped. The standout, honestly, was Timothy Chalamet oh, to yeah. me because, dude, he was he was just fucking funny, dude. He's, He's good like, in that it. one. What was the one line? Like she goes like up to him and he was just. I, it just seemed like so forced, but he was like, "That's hella tight." Like yep. <laughs> I was dying. He's a great actor, dude. He is. Dude. Can't get over him. I was actually um, playing poker with Susanna and a couple of like uh, me and my dad's like friends and stuff like that. That sounds uh-huh. weird to say. Me and my dad's friends. They were his friends, but you know, like they're also like, I don't, I don't know, they know me. <laughs> you sound like um, a nerd. Go ahead. No, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he brought up. We were talking about uh, Rocket Man yes. and Bohemian Rhapsody, like how great they are. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about like other biopics that like people like need. And we were talking about sure. the Elvis Presley one, which that some guy he was casted as Elvis Presley. I don't think it fits like at all. I'm not sure if you remember that at all. I don't remember who it was, but I, that sounds familiar. It wasn't sure. it wasn't a good vibe. I can't remember the guy's <laughs> yeah. name. But then we were talking about like, oh, you know who really needs like one is the Rolling Stones. So we were sitting there for like a good while and we were uh me and Todd we were you talking were casting them. Yeah. We were like, okay, you gotta find like a like a younger version and then like an older version. And I thought a younger version, Timothy Chalamet could do a bang up job of Keith Richards. Look at him. Right? You know what? I, I see I'll show it. you. Oh, hell uh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me him to look at too, but I absolutely I, see I what you're downloaded saying. the picture yeah, yeah. so I could do like a side-by-side thing. Okay, look at that. Is that a young P- picture yeah. of Keith Richards? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but, yeah. but the hard one was Mick Jagger. And I'm like, because you have to find someone that's that got like kid, the big lips, but like, I don't know. What is that kid's interest, name? Uh, I do not remember his I name. Got it. From Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yes. and uh, Bates Motel. Yeah. He's got a show on CBS now. He was Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's all you need to know. Yeah, you recognize You, you know what I'm talking about. Although it's weird. More, more and more, even though they're titled differently, like when it first, in 2007, it was fine to say Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but any year after, I feel like every time I say it, they're like, you mean Gene Wilder one or the other one? <laughs> like no one. Nobody likes the Johnny no, Depp one. No, they really. don't care about it, but that's fine. I don't care about them. No, that's a lie. I care about some people who don't The care reason about I like that one a lot, and we talked about it before, is just because you get a little more insight about like Willy Wonka and like who he is. Like he's just kind of like this being and the Gene Wilder one that doesn't really He's like a, It doesn't make sense to why he's doing everything. Why no. you giving Is it ever explained in that one why not, he's giving the chocolate factory away? Not that I remember. See, that's And yeah. it works for me. There's times where that ambiguity where you don't want it all explained, but there's times where you do want it explained and I I respected the way they Johnny Depp took it. But whatever, yeah. it's fine. I just love Tim Burton too, so. I know. Okay. Um let's talk about the release dates. Uh Tenet, it was supposed to be the f- sacrificial lamb of the 2020 summer movie season. Uh now it's being pushed back 2 weeks. It was going to come out July 17th. Now it's going to be I believe on the 31st. And I think technically Disney's Mulan is supposed to release the week before that. I think they're going to push I, I don't think it's going to happen. All I got is just Wonder Woman, Ghostbusters and <laughs> Kong versus Godzilla. Okay. That works. Forgot to throw the Mulan in there. That's fine. Uh, Ghostbusters isn't even in my news. But uh, Wonder Woman 1984 no. has been pushed all the way back to October now. And then Godzilla versus Kong was going to... It was originally, a long time ago, supposed to be out March this year. And then uh, it got pushed back to November this year. But now it's going to come out May 2021. So uh, everything's just... Pretty much everything's just sliding back a bit again. 
now in theory the movies have started the theaters have basically started to open up i know a lot of places aren't aren't really popping yet but within the next i think within the next two weeks we're about probably going to see a good number of theaters open yeah. so um whether i think disney's still gonna pull mulan they really don't want to be the ones they seem to not they seem to not want to be the ones that have to put out the first movie and get the interest going and lose all the money uh tenant the one the only bad thing with tenant it uh. makes sense that tenant a christopher nolan at you know like sci epic would be the the first movie we see but uh remember how they said that film cost it costs like 200 million dollars to make and like a big budget for a movie is like it's so getting, bad dude like so God. they're gonna they're gonna lose a lot of money no matter what on tenant but in theory i think disney's gonna move mulan or they might they might end up just uh, making it a digital purchase and then tenant still will be the first so but i'm thinking so basically what is june july august basically august is when the movie season's gonna start up again. Okay, it's gonna be a little packed, but it's gonna yeah. Well, I don't know if it's either gonna be packed or very uh, uh scarce. I, I guess. Well, we'll see. It's gonna. So I know the theaters. Is that the right word to use. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Scarcity. Uh, no, I. It's interesting. I forget the actual guidelines, but before when the pandemic first started and they were initially talking about keeping theaters open before everything kind of shut down for a little while. They were talking about how theaters had to be fifty percent capacity, no food, this, that. I think no that food? <laughs> I think that <laughs> there's no food. <laughs> but uh, I think they're gonna. It's probably gonna be something like fifty to seventy-five percent capacity. There's probably not gonna be for the first like almost month. There's probably gonna be only a few showings, a few or a few different movies. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, well, of course they're just gonna play. Probably they're still gonna keep playing like invisible man and the other movies that came out right before the pandemic really got going oh you think well yeah because i mean the drive-ins have been open and they've just been playing the movies that were out recently like i saw invisible man at the at the drive-in which by the way fucking i do not understand why the drive-in theater could not just have higher walls because any literally couldn't see 90 percent of that fucking movie dude any light any car that passed by, any car in the lot that was on, the street lights just by existing within the within the vicinity, fucking the screen, you can't see shit. So do not see a movie that is not in Pitch daylight. Fly. Yeah, <laughs> do not see a, a horror movie in the drive-in. Um, but anyways, yeah. um, I don't know. So I'm, I think we're we're approaching Valhalla, and I think AMC is gonna. <laughs> I think AMC's gonna make it. Wow, that's a weird coincidence, dude. I've been watching the shit out of uh, Vikings, like. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going back to like the first season or whatever because me and my dad are like on the back. No, six is the last one. They're like almost like at the end of season five, like into six, because like we watched like up to season three or four, then we stopped for like a year or something, (laughs) then we came back. Fuck it, dude. Yeah, and dude, I love this show and i started just getting super into like all the norse mythology and just seeing that and it's like gave me like a newfound respect for like ragnarok and like how like much they actually included into that movie like i was learning like what ragnarok was even the bifrost the rainbow bridge that connects from like asgard and you know it's straight norse mythology dude it's fucking awesome man it's great i love it i fucking love you guys <laughs> and i i don't know why but i really just want to start uh doing some axe throwing <laughs> i'm not gonna you can do that at like the, yeah i don't the... know why i want to start doing some axe throwing yeah no i'm watching a big bunch of like just men you know what i mean <laughs> i just want to go throw an axe <laughs> let's get the gets the testosterone going seeing all those guys oh yeah gets me really hard you know <laughs> 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 but yeah that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> 
doesn't make it to the target like half. Damn it! Like, <laughs> you know, like the first throw that uh, Smalls does in the sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> he threw it at the ground. God, you're killing me, Smalls. But um, anyways, let's talk about something different. Mm. Let's talk about. Uh, it's really hot in here. Let's talk about Star Wars it got Squadrons. Hot. Squadrons. Squadrons. Another. <laughs> Squad. <laughs> another EA Star Wars game is coming later this year. Uh, in the fall sometime. Squadrons will feature a narrative-driven single-player mode, but the focus is going to be on the multiplayer aspect. It's going to be, if I understand correctly, pretty much only in vehicles, and it's, it's all about, you know, spaceships and, like, dogfights. So, uh, okay, so I'm glad you actually were able to read, like, some type of uh, synopsis, synopsis about it because there's not much all, out there. All I saw on Instagram was, like, oh, here's this, wait June till 15th. Monday for the trailer yep. or whatever, and I'm like, but I'm looking at this, I'm like, why? Why do I need this? Like the only th- the only reason I say this because you could just be dog fighting in Battlefront too. Unless the only thing that I could see this being like really cool is if it's a straight VR thing. Mainly because in the first Battlefront, when you're in the cockpit, like with the yeah, I made you do that, right? You did. It's fucking sick. Once again, for, like for a diehard fan, into dude, Star Wars. yeah, you're just like I'm in the cockpit and I'm like I can look like over and and whatnot, dude. Like that was like super cool. Nauseous as hell though. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Which resulted in me like actually selling it. <laughs> so, so if this is a VR thing, I mean, it kind of sucks that I'm not <laughs> going to be doing VR. it anytime soon. Then it can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, I and by the way, is that Luke? Is it? No, that's it's some a, lady. It's a girl, right? Yeah, it's just some lady. Okay, I think okay. it's just that a person, you know. Okay. Uh, but supposedly you are going to be able to play as you know familiar characters and in familiar maps. Of course, it's just. But do you see what I'm saying? No, like, I see what you're doing saying. That too. Well, the funny thing is, is um, this is this is something that happens with like a, a franchise like Star Wars, where they always want to keep pushing out content, game content. Mm-hmm. So they've already done the Battlefronts. They already redid the Battlefronts. That was done before, right? That's a that's a good solid concept for the Star Wars game. Yeah, sure. And honestly, they're still going to find ways to make at least another Battlefront, if not more. Right? It's going to be the same. Shape, I so different. I hope so because I'm one of the few that actually yeah. enjoys playing it. So. And then uh, they've already done, and they're probably going to do more, whether it's the same story or whether it's continuing the story or doing new ones. They've already done the just the straight story mode, single player, sort of almost open world sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. They've already done that. But now, what the fuck? They got to produce something. They got to make some sort of money. And yeah. this is one where I would think this would be. Uh, it's. I think it's going to be small. You're still going to have to probably pay the price of a full game and ea has a way of finding things to make you buy later in the game a bunch of sons of bitches i don't think they're gonna try to do that anymore though we'll we'll see what they'll still sneak it in but i think this is just gonna be this is just a smaller game that for for whatever reason they decided that it had enough traction that they thought it'd be interesting enough to release but i mean it's been done in the past where you get games like this when you uh when you had like all the different consoles floating around like back in like the late 90s and like early thousands 2000s yeah. where there were so many different consoles and you had this game and that game. This kind of feels like that sort Did of. Did you see step. the PS5 reveal? Yeah, looks pretty cool. Uh, that looks alright. I'm not a big fan of the design of either of the new consoles, but oh, the Xbox just looks like a fucking just a tower. It, just, it looks like a, just a giant speaker, just a rectangle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You literally took you put the box like it, you know. You just changed the dimensions of the box. Yeah. But uh, it's literally no, an I, Xbox. I'm just uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just, uh, I don't think, I definitely can almost guarantee I'm not going to buy this. the Xbox One X. Oh. 
I'm probably not going to buy squadrons either. But uh, that's just, I mean, depending maybe. if they throw us for, like for a curve and we're like, oh, oh I mean, God, we'll have to see. if it looks like fucking amazing. If like it just if they get me with the trailer, then I'll at least think about it. Yeah, I hope they put some gameplay tra- like <clears throat> excuse me. like it's like an actual like game play trailer yeah. because if they do like the cutscene stuff and I'm seeing people like out of the cockpit like running around talking or like whatever I'm like I am a hundred percent sure that it's that's not, not what be, that's yeah. in the game you know so, and that's um, what the press that's what the press release said like it's like it's gonna be in ships like that's pretty much it I'm like okay we'll see again that it sounds so boring it's like even if you were gonna do like a full on story about that that's literally sounds like garbage <laughs> I mean wow I'm it's only multi it's, not hyped at all <laughs> we'll see we'll see though yeah um I was going to make like a kind of like a solo video for this because like I literally just want like the I was going to make the equivalent like the GTA of Star Wars, like a complete open world, which was a concept that I think they were working with. You know, like where the guy comes out of like it looks like Tatooine. Yes, yes. With all the they were going to do that in two TIE fighters. They had a lot done. I can't remember what happened to that. Dude, I don't know why. Like just because you did some like Lucasfilm like merger. I don't see why Lucas arts needed to disband one and why you needed to like ruin all of those concepts and stuff like that like they better be working towards like something like that again because now that i've looked at like all of like what cyberpunk is like and all the amount of detail i literally want a game where you can either like decide whether you're going to be leaning towards more the rebels or like going into the imperial yeah and if they can incorporate like some like cool characters like known characters like along the way but just like a complete open world like you can do what you want yep that would win fans over because like i was talking with hondo because he's like a gamer like he's he's about like the mechanics and like i've told him like i'm just like about like cutscenes, dude like (laughs) you know what i mean the pretty image and still we're my main thing was like fallen order was okay but at the same time it just felt so rushed it didn't feel like that great of a Mm -hmm. game to me because again it's just flying from planet to planet going like oh i can use this now and just going back to the same shit i don't know it just didn't – I don't know. It just didn't hit for me that I thought well. it was interesting enough. And I really – for some reason, I really liked the lore. I don't know why. I mean, it's not the most detailed. It's in theory, in a way, maybe cliche. Do but you have anything detailed about that? Like when you say like no. lore, what do well, you no, mean? Well, no, I just – I thought it was – the so the what your whole uh, – how we were following Master Cordova, following his trail, and you were talking about the Zepho. There were ancient force beings. uh the the idea behind that it's just it's nice a video game that's a good example of what i wish a lot of movies could be without being endlessly boring because uh you're spending time you find this artifact and uh, like all the little artifacts you find that uh like uh what are they called in the game the um holocrons no 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 uh like when you would like get like a a force echo or there was a or when uh bd would scan something and it would give you like a little backstory okay, or something yeah. stuff like that i like when you can build out like that because uh i don't know why it just it, it builds out the universe more so to imagine a, a jedi master uh he found this ancient temple on this world uh what was the one planet was it Zepho? whatever i don't remember any of the plans besides because she but either way i just <laughs> i like the i like the the lore behind it the the ancient civilization that um that uh, Cordova was learning from and that we were in turn sort of learning about and following the hints and clues to to get the holocron we needed. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. It makes I, it feel it makes it it to me it it does feel rushed at a time but the way they the way they built that I feel like there there is detail 
Yeah. And it feels like someone did care and, and worked on the story. Because I believe that game is labeled as an RPG, but for me personally, it doesn't yeah. feel so no, super customizable to be no, an RPG no, no, no. type game. No. But that but the, again, like Hondo, like since he just recently got into like Star Wars yeah. and he's playing like Fallen Order right now, he, he actually has like a good time with it because like I said, he's more about the mechanics and like what you can do and I'm sure like all the upgrading your character to do like sorts yeah, of combos yeah. and um that's you right. know, I'm I not, would just fucking button yeah. mash. <laughs> I'm not one of those guys like I need to complete the game a hundred percent like how they always do that. I'm like fucking bare minimum thirty percent, dude. <laughs> I finished the story, I did it, I'm good. Yeah, I'm just interested in how the story folds out. I don't really yeah. get caught up with anything other than just being involved in the story. So you're I'm I'm pretty much almost in theory on the same level as you. Yeah. There's times where if I try to play it again like a second or third time through, I try to get all but I'll be like all the worlds. I only got to like eighty some percent explored. I didn't find like most of the artifacts, and I was yeah, like, I, didn't I was care. like, I can't find the shit. It's too hard to get to. If I if I'm gonna die eight times trying to get this thing, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I mean, the two coolest <laughs> things is the Order sixty six stuff, which <sighs> is great, and Vader, dude, which mm. scares the fucking shit out of you. Just hits. You know what? I, I will can't say? wait till Hano gets to that part. I'm like, dude, did you react in time? Because I didn't. Like, I was like scared. Like, I got, yeah. I died. Like, yeah, I was in awe. But no, um, actually, I will say, I think we talked about it before. For some reason, uh, that game, The Second Sister, uh, I thought the voice actress, I don't know why, but she brought, I think she was really fucking good. It the didn't, giant one? No, 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 no. The, the Second Sister, the main one, the the small, the oh, former the, the apprentice. Form, okay, okay. She was just really good, and then it just, it just, it came yeah. across really well. And, the intro is amazing though oh hell yeah the whole sequence yeah that's yeah the intro stuff is like really cool like that's like what really sold me but then when i notice like the game is just nothing about like learning a new skill or something just constantly going back and forth i'm like this is ass i don't like yeah. it you know what i mean but um but yeah yeah okay we can move on from there though right? okay last thing alien five uh five gorney weaver revealed in an interview that the franchise producer walter hill he and david guyler they produced all the films they were responsible for the original four and then uh they pretty much only had like their names on the credits of the prequels and then the avp films just because like contract they weren't really involved in them but um uh walter hill apparently sent her uh, a 50 page script for an alien five it was over a year ago that he sent it he wrote it uh while the neil blomkamp project was falling through and then ridley scott did a re recent interview uh, and when she was asked about Alien and, like, another film and whatnot, and he said he still wants to do at least one more film uh, in the in the Prometheus story and whatnot. Uh, do you care at all? Do I, uh, I kind of do, yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, I'm I'm still, like, I, I, I'm fucking sucking my own dick here, but, like, I, 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 lo <laughs> I love my premise that i gave to you last time like i, I just feel did, like yeah. for her to survive All these ships are yeah like dude like it's got to get down to the surface level of like earth at some point in time or like wherever like you know like people are like gathering to like make yep. these space expeditions and stuff like that i think it'd just be so cool to like because it would make it feel a little bit bigger if you were to come back to earth and like here's what's going on in space right now it's this thing it's a perfect organism and what are we gonna do about it? You know what I mean? I want like a bunch of like government officials like all talking around and stuff like that. Like bring a war to space. I don't know. You mean like Star Wars? No, not like Star Wars. No, maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's interesting. So the the only real thing is this: we're at the same place. I think that the alien films have been since like uh, like two thousand nine or two thousand ten. 
after the AVP films and leading up to Prometheus, uh, there's I feel like they've there's all they've always been walking the line between just like technically remaking or rebooting, just doing the same exact thing we've seen before, Jaffiel. or doing something completely different. In theory, in theory, Prometheus they went completely different. They tried to start something different, and, and nobody and, liked it. Yeah, and they made enough money, and there was response, but they kind of reined themselves back in with Alien Covenant. And then after, so Prometheus was the attempt to do something different. And then immediately after, back in like 2016, 2015, when Covenant and, um, well, initially it was called Paradise Lost, when Covenant and uh, the Neil Blomkamp Alien 5, they were both like literally being actively developed. And then um, uh, the Blomkamp one, they decided not to do it, and they just made Alien Covenant a bit more alien. Uh, they went back the other way. They were like, let's try and give him something they've done before. And they put Ridley Scott in a box and made him do something he's done before, which I think he resented for Are a lot of reasons. Are you talking about the quote, if they want fucking aliens, I'll give him fucking aliens. Yeah. No, I feel like there was, I mean, I think he was in a, I think it, he liked what he put out. I think he put out a solid film, and he did in a lot of ways. But at the same Covenant? time, yeah. Okay. But yeah. I think in a at the same time, uh, I heard it. I I'm still in this actually. I heard this on the Perfect Organism podcast. Great fucking show. Uh, and they were talking about how uh he doesn't like to do what he did before. He does sequels sometimes, but it's usually something really different. So for Alien Covenant to have so many shades of what they did in Alien and have like the formula, uh, it was a little weird. So and then now we're back at the same exact point. People are like, do we want Ridley Scott to do his Alien Awakening movie? Because what he's thinking is he's like, we have to evolve the alien. We have to do something different. We have to change the horror. We have to change the idea. What I'm imagining, he's he's producing a show where there's like an android that's raising a, a space colony. Like all the humans passed away and an android has to raise this colony of children, mm -hmm. which is an interesting question. What if an android is has to teach these humans how to be human on this whole new world? And that's basically the, the aspect it... I think they could be going, could have gone, or could be going if they do a third, uh, third prequel with David because he he got away, he got off the one planet. He has the other two. He has uh, Danny McBride and Catherine Waterston like captive. Uh, he in theory he can start uh, his own. Um, he, even though he doesn't like humans, this is his chance to start his own world, and he can do it his fitting. And if they wanted to go down the path like the horror alien path, that could be a great setup to have like some. He has like this seemingly perfectly functioning society, or well, this society. We live in a society. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he would have this society functioning in a certain way, but then like maybe literally underneath, but like you know, in, like underneath the idea, he's got this like his his lab, like he had it back on the other planet. He's got these weird experiments. He's secretly killing colonists. They could do that if they want, but uh, at the same time, are people going to flock to that? The only problem I see with Alien Five is there's no way. That I imagine anyone, whether it was Ridley Scott, James Cameron, Neil Blomkamp, any motherfucker, uh, I don't imagine them making a fifth Alien movie with Ripley and everything that is anything different than the other legacy sequels we got, like Terminator Dark Fate, uh, uh, even though I like some of these, Force Awakens, the stuff that happens 30 years later, and they recall moments from the other movies, and it feels... You're saying you can't imagine them doing something like that? Well, I'm saying... I don't want them to. So Alien 5, there's... Really? Well, because it's just... It's not going to feel genuine enough. I don't think they're going to make... I literally think there's no way someone makes an honest-to-God uh, good movie that's fresh enough that and, fits. and not formulaic to what we've already been seeing. Fucking blueprint, dude. Blade Runner 2049, Seriously. Get, get someone like... I don't know why... We talk, is I that think Danny of, Villeneuve? It is. It's yeah, Danny yeah. Villeneuve. And we... 
it, I think it was in the perfect organism or, or some, it was those guys that were, I heard it once a long ass time ago. They pointed out like, why did some, why did, I think it's Warner brothers that did that. I can't remember, but that why did they make Blade. that movie? Blade Runner was when it came out, like did not make money. No one fucking cared about it for like years. It became like a, 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 a cult, cult hit. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. And then Blade Runner 24 and they got this guy who hadn't quite yet had a lot of theatrical success. People respect, you know, Denny, Denny Villeneuve and stuff and they knew he's good, but that goddamn cinematographer. Dude. Seriously. I can't remember his name. Um, he's the famous one. Um, oh my fucking God. I'll Deacon something Deacon. Roger, Roger Deacon. Deacon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. It's just why, why it did they like do somebody, it? Like, it sounds they, like a member from Queen. Wait, is that right? I'm pretty sure they got <laughs> they got the cinematographer, they got the director, they got they got good solid writers, they got an amazing cast. They spent so much time and put effort and love into it. Yeah. And of course, it did the same thing that Blade Runner did. It didn't make any fucking money, Roger and no Deacons. one truly cared about it until. You know, once it was done with theaters, and now it's already gaining traction as a cult hit. But I was gonna ask you, I'm in itching to actually watch 2049 again. So I got some, it on Blu-ray, baby. Yeah, definitely. We got dude, it. Dude, I just can't like. Whenever I think about it, dude, like you nailed the same exact cinematography, these long landscape-like shots, like a typical 80s yep. like futuristic movie. It's always long landscape-like shots and yep. stuff like that, which is great. But you matched the tone. The feel, the pacing, everything really, but you put this new connotation to it that, like, yeah. I just didn't think that you would ever be able to, fuck, that I didn't ever think that they would be able to, like, redo. So it's like when, so it's not to say, like, it can't be done ever, because I think it can. But for something like Alien, because I feel like those, the movies that I have seen, like the classic ones, they always do feel like, like, in this box for me. It's always mm. a ship with a xenomorph yep. attacking. Yep. That's why I feel like if they, they need to kind of do some sort of like, make it, again, like make it feel a little bit like bigger. Yep. Do do something different enough. Like just do yeah. Blade Runner 2049, you know what I mean? Just like, that, that's that. what really sucks. Is like if they could do that, then I look at like The Force Awakens and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh. And like it, in theory, The Force Awakens worked, and that's why I said like when I mentioned it is my favorite of the trilogy. When yeah. I mentioned like Dark Fate and Force Awakens, like I, they're along the same drift with how they approached how they they how they made it or the the ideas behind it, like to structure it within the franchise. But one, I mean, one worked, and I think one didn't. But uh, yeah, it's just I don't know. And part of my problem is Alien, Aliens, Alien Three, and Alien Resurrection are all like, even though some of them do have like the same fucking premise but they're wildly different in terms of how they feel how they look and and the uh the directors behind them and, and the strong ideas behind them mm -hmm. uh well resurrection not quite as strong but still so it's funny when i think about like every time someone's like oh you know we're thinking about making a new alien film or when you talk about it with someone it's like i always wanted to recall like the first two like because those are like the best you know yeah fucking alien aliens like those are like a grade but at the same time um i don't think there's like a one aesthetic or one way to just recall both of them equally and well mm -hmm. while making your own new vision it's just i don't know honestly like i said the only one i really truly want at this moment now is ridley scott fit one more movie i think he sh he should do something with following david on that new colony there's a lot of i think there's a lot of ground to work they could do something different enough and uh scary enough mm -hmm. if they take it the right way but uh, Alien Five, like I said, I just I do not believe it'll be anything but uh, studio garbage. Like it'll be the lowest of it'll be Dark Fate kind of level. I think that's what I'm saying though. Is like I feel like 
to be fair, like I'm probably get I'm thinking about it like more in terms of how to get the asses yeah. in the seats, like really. Oh, because well, if yeah. you did try to do like a big callback, oh no, like you know what I, mean? I feel like it just people wouldn't fit in. If they did the kind of like the same approach, how like the new Predator movie like yeah. felt fresh, you know what I Even mean? Even though it kind of sucked, <laughs> it did. But I, I admire the attempt, you know what yes, I mean? But yes. I feel like you you have to do something a little bit on a larger scale or right. something or just aside from, like, the basic, like, yeah. predictable, there's people on a ship, they're going to get killed off one by one. Okay. You know what I mean? Food's going to be here soon. Okay, cool. In a moment. But, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. It's just you're right. I mean, if they do get Ripley back, if, if they ever decide to actually do it and then a trailer drops with Ellen Ripley, maybe Hicks is back, you got, like, one of the uh, – you got the uh, – the pulse rifle you got like a xeno scream like you're gonna people are gonna watch it it's just i know it's not gonna be the art that uh i think that alien deserves yeah okay yeah i think that's all i got uh right. ooh, make sure to check out on uh youtube uh uh i'm you know i have a voice role in that care on the alien fan audio drama i've started producing uh, little audio logs for my character dr forster there's one up now at the end of part five and then there's a separate video on uh, the channel Anar anarchist 86 and he'll also have two episodes of two episodes of what's the deal? One episode of what's the deal? What's the other thing? Uh, nothing. You can check out the Meddling Kids podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we love you all, and we'll see you on the next episode of Backer Movie News. Bye. Bye. Okay. Honestly, why don't you get that new track, start it real quick, and then uh, go get the food. <laughs> <laughs>